Hi, Peter Borka here, and welcome to today's edition of The Transition Guy. Now, joining me today in the studio is Simon Severino, CEO of Strategy Splints. Welcome, Simon. Hey, Peter. Hey, everybody. Good to have you on today's episode. Now, the reason I wanted you on today, one of the big challenges that is facing, I would probably say most global economies, is the whole the whole area of inflation. And I think unless you were a business owner that really lived through the 70s and could remember it, most economies, especially European economies actually, haven't really had horrific high inflation since the 70s. But right now we're seeing inflation really spiral out of control on top of that, you've got challenges with supply chain and all the other post-pandemic issues that business owners are facing. And I just wonder, what kind of things do business owners and entrepreneurs really need to have in place to be better prepared to be able to ride out this inflation storm, which probably could last a couple of years? Yeah, so I've started a, a YouTube channel to explore just this question because I, I think it's, it, it matters so much right now. So I like to have three scenarios always, a base case and then, you know, some more improbable cases. So my base case is we will have slow growth and an inflation, a real inflation of around 14%, which is higher than current CPI. And because there is also depreciation of, of, of money, not just, not just increase of costs of daily life, but there is also depreciation of money because our currencies are imploding. Now, they implode always. Every 100 years, our currencies implode. Uh, and so for some people right now, it's a shock. What? The US dollar is imploding? Yeah, <laughs> it is. It's, and the euro is imploding even more. And the other currencies uh, globally are imploding even more. And that happens every 100 years. It's not a big thing. Uh, but it will have consequences. So my base case is slow growth for 2022 and slow growth 2023. But then there is also a, a worst case which is a recession starting in six to eight months and nobody knows really how long it takes. Might be one year, might be even longer. And recession means really that everything is going down that you own is, is depreciated. And uh, basically cost of living will be very high. I think we have to prepare for a water shortage globally and for a food shortage quite soon, I think end of this year, which will again have price effects. And um, But nobody really knows, so how can you prepare? I can tell you how I prepare. For each case, I have a personal portfolio construction and as a business also, of course, a cash flow protection portfolio construction. How? So do I want to keep all the profits in cash? No. And uh, no, in a high inflation, you want to be low cash because cash is the first thing to be depreciated. And that's counterintuitive. That's counterintuitive for most business owners because they've yes. probably spent the last twenty years being told cash is king. Yeah, cash is trash under these circumstances. That's a quote by Ray Dalio, who is 
probably the guy who understands inflation best than ever. And um, so right now, cash is trash. What's good to hold right now? Bitcoin, gold. These are the safest thing to hold right now, both in your personal portfolio and also in your treasury. So your profits of your company, even if it's a small business, I personally, I put them in Bitcoin and gold. And that's 37% of my uh, allocation is Bitcoin and gold. Then I have 37% in stocks. And in stocks, I have a mix of three things. Unstoppable high growth tech. That's for me, Tesla, Google, Amazon. And then I have some NVIDIA, some Shopify. And then I have dividend stocks. Like I have Na uh, Canadian Natural Resources, Enbridge. And then I have three fertilizers companies because of the assumptions that I shared with you. My assumptions are uh, food shortage, um, water shortage. So I play agriculture, I play fertilizers, and I play basic materials that are used in the soil. Um, that's my stocks portfolio, and I watch them daily, one hour rebalancing daily. And then the rest is real estate. Uh, and 1% cash. I try to be 1% cash. If you are amazing at stock picking, then go 10% cash because you will have opportunities to buy more stocks. But I'm covered uh, with solid stocks. I just hold them long from now. And in the crypto space, I'm a little bit more dynamic. Right now, I'm holding mainly Bitcoin, but I hold also Ethereum, Luna, and Solana, um, and um, try to accumulate as much as possible since years of those three things, because I think they are pristine layer ones. And layer ones are the, the picks and shovels. So uh, if you remember the gold rush, people who made most money were not the people looking for gold, because most of them didn't find anything. Yeah. But the people who were selling picks and shovels, they always had demand. So that's, that's my true. portfolio construction. Nobody knows, but create your three cases, your base case and your more of less probable but possible scenarios and prepare for them. Think about your allocation. Go lower in your usual cash positions. Go higher in things that you find solid. I find solid real estate, Bitcoin and, um, and uh, gold. For a simple reason, what is a solid asset, a strong asset? It's something that is limited in supply, but high in demand. So it's not every real estate, but it's real estate in top locations. Miami Beach, New York, Manhattan, Paris, London. That's, that's pristine locations. They will go up in price. Not every property in every country will go up in price. But when you talk about invest in real estate, are you investing in real estate schemes? Are you buying physical assets? What are you doing? I go for as passive as possible. So I, I buy, depending on the city, something that will have a high uh, 95 to 90% percentage in being rented out. And I have to do zero. So um, uh, it's organized that, um, that people find 
uh, and, and manage that whole thing. Otherwise, it's not an asset. If you live in it or if you have to manage it, then it's not an asset. Um, it's, it's a job. Then you're an Airbnb kind of operator. Mm. Um, and so for me, it's an asset means I have to do nothing except invest and it's rented out. Uh, I own it and I will pass it to my kids. They will have monthly incomes. We never have to sell it. We can, if we want, take loans against it for yearly expenses, but we never have to sell it. Same thing for Bitcoin and gold. You just keep it as a hard asset. We don't have to do anything. And we might take loans against it. What do you suggest to entrepreneurs that may be sitting on cash, but they don't want to tie up their cash? So we're in a situation where we're trash is, okay, I get cash is trash but they also need access to liquidity and that may be variable. So they don't need to sit, they don't necessarily need liquidity here and now, but if they needed to access their cash. What do you say to those individuals? Because a lot of people are sitting on cash. I think they're quite happy to do some of the investments you're talking about, but they need to have the knowledge that they can access that cash. Yeah, well, then stocks stocks are always available. They are liquid. Uh, you go with pristine stocks, dividend stocks, and the three unbeatable network effects companies, Amazon, Tesla, and, uh, and Google. And whenever you need it, with two clicks, you have sold them. Worst case, you sold them at, at minus 10%. But that is really the worst thing that can happen to these three guys. And are there any sort of, I don't know, it varies from country to country, but then do you not run the risk of then you're dealing with different taxation issues where perhaps you're now looking at capital gains as well? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have capital gains, but that's in every country. It's different. I guess we have 120 countries listening right now. We do, yes. The general advice is build hard assets over long term and you never touch them. And of course, what you invest is net profit, so you don't need it liquid because it's net profit. It's excess cash that you have. Cash that you need, you don't invest that. Cash that you need, you, you use that. You put it into your business. You put it into growth, into scaling your business, and that's the revenue systems. Now, on the investment systems, you use only cash that you don't need. Yeah. That's excess cash. Well, I suppose here's the interesting thing. So... Consider this scenario, we're sitting on cash, but cash is trash. So, and a lot of people, they've done this where they borrowed money from government because a lot of countries had the access to the government schemes. So they borrowed the, they borrowed the money, whether it's for an acquisition, whether it's for some future opportunities, because there's gonna be those opportunities. But actually sitting on the cash right now, is not a good thing because your cash is depreciating. So they've got, they want to have access to cash, but they don't necessarily need it right now, but they don't know when they're going to need it. They're the people I'm thinking about because it doesn't make sense them paying it back to the government early because the interest rates are so damn low on it. They might as well sit on it, but actually then what would you put that into? Would you say, okay, is it mainly stocks and shares in gold? where you can have access to liquidity? So 
you need three systems. You need a revenue system, a saving system, and an investment system. In 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 my book, I really share the whole the whole blueprint, the whole checklist, and how I'm using it every day. So the revenue systems brings in both the the oxygen and parts of that, which is it's not your gross margin, it's not your operating margin, it's your net margin. Part of that with your saving system would be allocated in hard asset allocation, hard asset building over time. So that part is gone. It's not liquid, right? You buy gold, you buy real estate, you buy Bitcoin. Now, those hard assets, they can be used to take loans against it. And I have, I have a whole chapter ex explaining how to do that. For example, right now, it makes sense, and many in our community are doing it, taking a a 1% interest loan for five years against your hard assets, for example, against your real estate or against your Bitcoin. It makes sense to do it. If you are in California, you can do it at 0% right now. Other countries, you can do it at 1% right now against Bitcoin. Depending on how good you are with your banks, you can you might do it still at two percent against your real estate, but it's it's going up right now. I think it's around four to five percent in most countries right now because it's going up. Yes. But if you can, and of course business owners do that all the time, like I do it against real estate since 20 years, and this year I do it against Bitcoin because it's the hardest asset right now. And so I have a loan out against one percent, and for five years. I take every year 150,000 out of that, and that's the operating cash flow for my businesses. And those create, of course, much more than 1%. So it's, it's an easy calculation. Uh, I, I pay it back very quickly, but I don't pay the whole thing back because, you know, I'm basically, I am getting free cash flow for five years. And the same thing you can do as a private, um, with your private portfolio. Let's say you own Bitcoin, you own real estate, you take a loan against that. And that is something that is illiquid, but all expenses of the year, you have them covered. So it can make sense to do that. And I share also on my YouTube channel how to calculate that. Uh, how much does it really create over five years? And what's the, um, what's the risk and what's the opportunity there? So sometimes it makes sense, but... I really advise to build the revenue system first that is so reliable that you know that whatever happens out there, whatever the market uh, situation is, your revenue systems, plural, are so reliable that you always have revenues coming in at a specific, um, in a specific volume. And when you know that volume, then you know what the yearly uh, payback can be and what right. your risk is. So if people want to go to your YouTube channel, how do they find it? So this YouTube channel is called Simon Severino. And I have also a second one, which is called Strategy Sprints. Uh, but my own investments and investment systems, I disclose at Simon Severino, because many of, of us right now are exploring this field and learning and constantly checking and double checking the, the official numbers if they are still true. Because 7.5% CPI it's just not the true number. So I oh, calculate sure. it for me and I share those calculations with, with, with our community, right? We have to do this together. And how else is the best way to contact you or get in touch with you 
if really people are thinking, okay, this sounds really interesting. I want to know more. Strategiesprints.com is where we are. Uh, we are Strategiesprints. We help you create those revenue systems in 90 days that take care of that first part. And um, if you want to get started even quicker, just grab the book Strategiesprints on Amazon. If you like it, uh, leave me a review. Amazon loves that. And um, this is where you find all the blueprints for how you can create your revenue system, marketing systems, sales systems, client onboarding systems. And how much money do you think people need minimum to get started with this? Oh, there is no minimum. Um, you can start with 10 bucks uh, right now and, um, and, and start DCAing into, into uh, the things that you find are solid assets. DCA means dollar cost averaging, means you would start picking 10 bucks per day or 10 bucks per week or 10 bucks per month. And you start building up positions in your hard assets whatever you find hard. The definition of hard is the demand is high and will stay high and the supply is limited. So for me, there is only real estate, Bitcoin and gold right now. Yep. Gold being the weakest because nobody knows the real supply of gold. But, but pristine real estate, everybody knows. There is just one Manhattan, there is one Miami Beach. And, um, and same thing with Bitcoin. There is just 21 millions, 90 millions are in circulation. And you can you can check on chain analytics right now. It's it's one um, immutable uh, accessible public ledger. Now that's a good point. Do you have any parting comments for the audience today? I really recommend a revenue system that works whatever the 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 weather is in the markets because weather come and goes but your revenue system can always work especially if if you build them uh, with the proper blueprints and you can find them in the strategies prints book when you have those revenue systems the rest is easy because the saving system is just okay how much every week every month can i shave off there and put into more solid things and the, the investment systems that's even easier because that, that is done, okay, how, how can I weekly increase the hard assets and uh, let them work for me, take loans against them? Now, that's really good advice. And I think the biggest takeaway for a lot of people will be trash, cash is trash. I think that's the big one. Because look, we've, been, we've been sort of conditioned to believe that cash is king. And that's absolutely changed. And I think that's going to be the current situation for a while. Now, if anything resonates with you to, in this episode, you want a bit more information, head over to walker.com and get in touch. If you love today's episode, please share it with others. Subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And like, please, because YouTube and podcasts, they love likes. And most importantly, remember, failing to learn is learning to fail. So please stay safe. Simon, thank you for being such an awesome guest. Great having you on today. Thank you, Peter. Keep rolling, everybody.